John Hughley enters the transfer portal. He is leaving the University of Pittsburgh. Let's talk about it on this emergency special episode of Locked on Pit. You are Locked on Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. A lot to talk about today in terms of where John Hughley's going to go, what this means for Pitt, losing one of the first recruits that Jeff Capel signed that was significant, um, and more importantly, Losing someone that has meant so much to the Jeff Capel era, even through the losing times, has seemed like the beacon of hope in one John Hughley. This is a really tough one to ingest, and it felt like one that was coming. Um, It didn't feel like one that, you know, you didn't really feel like was crazy. Um, you thought that it was likely going to happen. Um, it's not unexpected, but the fact that it is actually happening is certainly something that now really sinks it. When you look at where it was when John Julie came aboard and where it was the years following and the loyalty he showed this program, Let's not bring it down. It was so huge for him to show that loyalty. He was good enough to not show that loyalty and to go elsewhere and get a really good playing opportunity. And this year has not been the year that he's won. And that's certain. Um, No doubt about it. When you look at where Pitt goes from here, it is in a new era. I talked about how I didn't think John Hughley was going to fit into this team next year. That very much is the case. And that pains me because of what he has meant to the team. But I don't want to get on here and and talk about anything but the positives of John Hughley. And why do I want to talk about that? Because let's be real here. John Hughley has not been a guy to me that ever screamed selfish. You know, this year – has mental health issues and steps away from the program and in the two prior years had been the heart and soul of the team in many ways. Certainly last year, he was the heart and soul of this team started 31 games out of 32, eight rebounds per game scored four, 15 points on a team that had nothing but a soul on that team. And then he comes back. John Hughley, I keep saying this did not have to return last year. He would have had many offers in the portal It was a lush portal opportunity for him that he passed up. He will now go into the portal and have many lush opportunities, I imagine, with that. But he showed loyalty to this team. And so much that he just, in quite honestly, in in good terms, in many ways, a true harbinger of the people that came to Pitt. 
I mean, look at who came to pit. Nelly Cummings, Greg Ellie, Blake Henson. All of these guys said one of the key things that stuck with them was how much this guy recruited them, gave them all the information they needed, everything. Everything. And so, really, when you look at this all, Pitt is losing a guy that bled the blue and gold, is losing a guy that felt like he belonged here and eventually just did not work. And that sometimes happens where it seems like a lovable fit and then eventually they just grow apart. People grow apart. And that's really where it started. Jeff Capel stood by John Hughley through thick and thin in many ways. And I'm certain that they both sat down, had this conversation and realized what had to happen here. It's a tough, tough thing to grasp, but it's absolutely correct. This team did not really have a future with John Hughley in it. That's the sad thing. John Hughley did not really have a, a long-term future it pit. And because of that, it really feels like Pitt isn't taking, I wouldn't say a step back, but it really is a new era. It's a new era of the Capel era. It's a new era where they're going to embrace the three ball because Hughley pounded the ball into the into the court and, and backed up on the post, and that's not going to be what Pitt does anymore. They're going to run the floor. They're going to shoot. They're going to play high-octane basketball, and they're going to play stingy defense. At least that's what they want to do. Obviously, that has been an issue this year, but it's clear what the Capel vision is. Pick and roll game. Keep it active. Your big guy has to set screens, has to be a, sh- a rim protector, has to be a rim runner. It has to do a lot of different things. That John Hughley just doesn't really fit. And that doesn't mean Hughley doesn't find a place in college basketball because there will be many places in college basketball that he will find. And so you look at where they go at this point from here. And it's hard to not envision them adding a big. Um, I, I know that, you know, you have Federico and you have Guillermo Diaz-Graham and you should feel good about that. But big depth could, could help, whether that's a 23 big or, or a portal big. I imagine that they'll be in the portal looking for maybe a four, uh, a guy that can maybe spin four or five, a, a North Shadow Mirror type. I think it would make a lot of sense. Uh, to help the team overall with some athleticism and explosiveness down low, they can go up and get rebounds. I mean, really allow Federico to spin out and play a lot more different alignments and focus on a lot of different things. Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense. I also just look at, at the pit and say, you know, the team next year, as we talked about, just didn't really fit John Hughley. And I think that is large part the big thing here. And I want to keep talking about this. But first, folks, want to let you know about FanDuel because FanDuel is the official sports book of Locked On, and it's got everything you want. Folks, the midway point of the NBA season is here. 
And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because with new customers, you get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. You can bet anything from money line to point scores, threes drained, core markets, spread, total, points, rebounds, and so many more exclusive bets. Like, for example, you could say two three-pointers are scored in the first three minutes in this particular game. There is so much more you can dive into with FanDuel. And FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. We're talking John Hughley here today on the show. Leaving the Pit Panther program, I really do believe to me that this is a bittersweet moment for the Panthers. Um, Not a moment that you can feel great about happening. And I don't get any slander that is thrown his way. This is a guy that has been a model guy and has bled for the program in many ways. Losing John Hughley might not have a super effect on the team because their style was going to change. They were not going to be a pound the team with their back-to-the-hoop basketball team. They were going to be a runner. They needed a runner at, at the a guy like Federico and a guy like Guillermo Diaz-Graham maybe – who, if he develops into it, could become that. This is not unexpected. This is not crazy. People in the program are not surprised by this. They expected this, in fact. Um, and, and so you look at where they are now, and they planned for it. So I just want to get that out of the way first. This is not unexpected. This is not crazy. Everyone knew this was happening. Second, Good luck to John Hughley. I wish him the best um, just for what he did. He's a player that can find his style. You know, when you think about John Hughley and where he could land, you know, he could transfer to a place like a St. John's, a Seton Hall, a Providence. Um, To me, that is a type of of team that he could go with. Um, He could easily go to somewhere like the Big East where they can use grinder types and – and use a big that really bangs down low and is tough, or a team that needs that centerpiece, um, that the kind of guy that is tough with their back to the basket that mucks things up. He needs to get better defensively, but that's where he's going to fit in. He could go to Ohio State and be there, go back home. He could transfer down to more of a mid-major level. Think about going home-home where we're talking, you know, a Cleveland State, a Detroit, something like that. Um, where he could go and transfer down and be a superstar there. Uh, there's just a lot of different types of moves he can make, but this is a good player who's going to find a home and is going to contribute to that team many quality things. And that's what we should look for here. But for Pitt, with what Jeff Capel's vision seems to be, I just keep saying it. It really was not a fit with what they wanted to do 
heading into the future. It didn't feel like a fit to me. It always felt like a shoehorned fit that would have to fit. Yes, he would be the backup to Federico, but it never felt like a natural backup. It felt like a completely different stylistic thing. And maybe that could work, but it's not as easy as just plugging him back in. It's a really tough fit with that. And so I'm not sure how they would have fit him back in. As for where they go from here, listen, first of all, Marlon Barnes, the brush high school commit that came largely because Chet Mason and John Hughley were here. He said he snapped. He told George Michalowski of Pittsburgh Sports Now that this will not affect his decision in any way. He is coming to Pittsburgh, and that is a good thing. He's a high upside wing. They could shoot the three and do a lot of different things. So Pitt will have Marlon Barnes for next year. I think that's a really big thing, first of all, just right off the rip that I really like. Um, and then you look also at this team, and there are needs. They need a wing type. They need a shooting guard type. They could use another ball handler. They could, but Dior and Jalon Lowe can also be – the, the, the ones, and then they can let Carrington, a wing and a shooting guard, kind of dish out the others and get a backup big in some ways, uh, a bouncy athletic big. They're going to be more athletic next year, and I just think that's the type of team Jeff Cable wants. He wants an athletic team that can run. Uh, clearly tried to build that at first to me um, with his vision of Xavier Johnson, Trey McGowan's, Adis Tony, Justin Champagny. Um, I think that's what he was trying to do. Um, when he was building his team at first. And so I think he's getting back to those roots. Now, there needs to be different types of players that come in than a, a, a Xavier Johnson. Uh, he needs to be more of a Nelly Cummings, right? That guy. Um, there's going to be a, a lot more of that type. But John Hughley playing his college basketball elsewhere is not surprising at all. This is actually quite expected to me. Um, and so when you look at this, Makes a lot of sense um, for the Panthers to kind of reshuffle the deck in the front court and for John Hughley to find a new place too. I think it all makes a lot of sense for both sides. It just it always envisioned to me a tough scenario for him to come back and just slot in like that. It was hard. It was hard to envision that. And so when you look at it, Man, the Panthers at this point have some team that, you know, they have some really good building blocks that they're going to have. But more importantly, I like the fact that they are also kind of adopting to a style that they have. I always felt when Jeff Cape was recruiting early in his tenure, there was always a, a certain weirdness to the way he recruited because he recruited for talent, which is good, but it never felt like all those pieces went like this. Like Trey McGowan's and Xavier Johnson were always bashing heads with each other because they seemed like just players that did not complement each other. These players that they have right now are complementary. Yes, they like playing with each other, but a big part of liking to play with one another is that the fact that you play well together on the floor and you fit each other's skill sets, right? So you don't want a all-dominant guy like a Xavier Johnson to fit in with a guy like Greg Elliott, for example. Um, it, it's just not all of it's going to fit. John Hughley's not going to fit a team that's going to want a guy that sets screens, plays good defense, and shot blocks down low. He's got to plays with his back to the post, pounds the ball into the floor, and plays slow basketball. 
That's what he does. But Pitt plays more high octane. They like to shoot. There's a lot of different things that happen there. And so, honestly, where Pitt is right now is fine. They are in a fine place. They are in a place where they have an identity. They understand what they want, and John Hewley didn't fit that. I think they both realized it. I hope John Hughley's mental health is also very much improving. We know that was an issue this year and why he stepped away from the program in the entire first place. So I hope that all is good with, with John Hughley. I think he'll land somewhere that could fit his style of basketball very well. I just don't think he fit in with what they had right now. And I think he's going to be able to add something to a team that can give them a unique bucket getter. I can give them a team that just – it needs to be a team that plays grimy. He's a grimy player. By that, I mean he makes things dirty. Like, he doesn't play just normal, quick basketball that looks pretty. He's a grimy player, and he's a dirty-it-up kind of go-at-it-hard player. And that's a cool thing with John Julian. He's got teams that are going to love that about him. He's going to have plenty of suitors. He can be a star at a mid-major. He can be a really quality player up at the power six level. He can do a lot of things. I think he's a Big East type player. He could be a Big Ten type player. That's the type of player this guy is. He can fit in just fine. And if his jump shot is working too, which it looks like he's working on, Chet Mason sent out that video the other day to showcase him. Uh, that was the giveaway, of course, um, that he was probably going to move on. Um, this is a guy that should have plenty of suitors out there that should find a new home, and it just felt like a situation that wasn't reconcilable. And that's largely where I'm at with this. Otherwise, this is a fun little thing that for Pitt is going to be opportunity for him. It's going to represent an opportunity to change the front court. Not shocking. And, I mean, I, I look... Add it overall, and I say, all right, let's get to it. Let's find a guy that fits that style. And, you know, that's kind of what I, I feel about this move on both sides. And so I think it's a mutually beneficial move at this point for two sides that really don't mesh together like that anymore. Uh, they have kind of grown apart over time. And so the Panthers at this point, we'll see. But it's first four day. We'll see what they can do against Mississippi State. Um, I'm very much looking forward to that matchup. We talked about that earlier uh, today, talking about that as well. I went to uh, the first pit football practice. We will also discuss some things that happened there, of course, um, and some changes because there definitely are some coming up on upcoming episodes of Lockdown Pit. There's a lot to fully cash in on there as well. This team is kind of gelling together, and it's a fun group. And Jeff Capel has some momentum now in the program. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in the transfer portal. Already has a really good class coming in. Marlon Barnes, again, will be coming in with that class. John Hughley leaving does not have any effect on that. Jason Capel has really built a relationship there with Chet Mason in the Brush High School program, and it seems like that relationship is still going strong um, and should still be quite there. So anyone comes out of Brush, expect Pitt to still be heavily in on them, shouldn't affect them overall 
and what they're trying to do in the future in that area, trying to maybe strengthen that pipeline uh, upcoming. So look at Pitt to potentially still go back there. And overall, this team should move well into the future. But John Hughley leaving the Pitt men's basketball program. Folks, as always, that's all for today. Thank you for listening to the Locked on Pitt podcast. And as always, hail to